Combo Nation. We're here, man. What up? What up? What up, everyone? Welcome to episode 277 of Combo's Court, and I am Combo. Don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button. Appreciate the continued support. Appreciate everyone who listens to Combo's Court across the globe. Share this episode, man. Share with a friend, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Share it on your IG stories and tag me at 1-2-Combo on Instagram. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. Today's show, Mr. Fulmer Simpson returns to Combo's Court. Man, a great conversation. It's always great talking basketball, music, sneakers, and more with Mr. Fulmer Simpson. Go subscribe to Fulmer's YouTube channel, Mr. Fulmer Simpson. Simpson, that's M-R-F-O-A-M-S-I-M-P-S-O-N. And go subscribe to the Foamy and Buckets podcast as well. Intro music by Luca Beats. Let's get into it. Mr. Fulmer Simpson, welcome back to yeah. Combo's Court, man. How you feeling today, my guy? Feeling good, man. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. It's always a pleasure. How was your day? Yeah, a little hectic. <laughs> <laughs> Got a nail in my tire, but other than that, uh, things are going pretty well, man. Combo's Court recording day without something crazy happening, right? You know what I mean? It, it kind of fits the bill. It fits the bill, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, I got to keep you on your toes, man. <laughs> we'll get to Giannis and the Bucks because I know you have a lot to talk about that. But um, we have to start with the Knicks. We have to start with the Knicks. I want you to take Oof. off the Yankee fitted for a second, put on your front office cap. And, you okay. know, ask me is what would you give up? Who would you give up for Dame Lillard? Uh, it's tough, man. I, you know, I want to say everybody. But I... I've looked at it a lot of different ways. I don't see a scenario where it works Um, just because like, even for Dame, you've got to give up so many pieces. There's still not going to be enough to really compete for a title. So it's kind of like he put fans. I mean, I'd love to watch him in the garden. I think that would be incredible, but I just don't think we have enough. I'd like, I don't think we have the pieces to give up and still have enough to compete if that makes sense do you feel like some of that sentiment is because of the knicks in the past paying aging players not saying dame is aging because he is in his prime but just we've seen it before from the knicks so is that why you have some reluctancy yeah i mean it hasn't worked out real well in the past like when we brought mellow in everybody was excited myself including i still love mellow but right he just didn't have enough to work with like like there, there wasn't enough there i love some of the pieces that we have. And I just think there comes a point where you just have to build it because right now, for the most part, free agents don't want to come play for the Knicks. I mean, we saw that with, uh, you know, uh, Kevin Durant, like, like we've seen it over and over again, where they don't, it doesn't even seem like they really consider the Knicks. So I think we need to 
build it up a little bit through draft picks. And through, I mean, you look at some of these teams, like look at the Warriors. And I, I'm not saying that the Knicks are the Warriors, but man, they built it through the draft. It wasn't that long ago the Warriors were booty. Yeah. And 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 they drafted Steph and they drafted Clay and they drafted Draymond. So I like the idea more so of accumulating picks and, you know, trading for more picks, you know, maybe take on some, you know, expiring deals and, and, and accumulate picks. So we actually have a shot to, to build something with some, with some youth and, uh, and some talent. So as much as I would love the Dane thing, I just, you know, and I, and I retweet Dame to New York stuff on Twitter. It's just, just cause, but I don't think it's really going to happen, man. Nah. Yeah, I can't see. Here, here's the thing, that If you find a way to make it work with Dame and keeping some of your roster intact, you're some kind of contender. If you don't do it, you're no kind of contender right now. It, exactly. Like, like, who do you think we could give up for Dame and, and still keep? Like, who do you got to give up? You would, I think you would have to give up RJ. I think you would have to give up your draft picks, and I'm not sure what else. I'm not sure what else, but probably right. more. I would say probably more. Right, yeah. So so RJ, the draft picks, and and probably another piece is what you're looking at. Oof, that that's a lot, man. That, that, that uh, Specifically the draft picks. You know, the draft picks is, you know, um, I think we got to hang on to them, man. I, so as much as I would – I mean, if there's a chance to get Dame – for RJ and the draft picks, I, I guess you jump on it, but at, at some point we got to just build, man. We got to so build you, a culture there. So I'll ask you, that, let's say that's the deal. Do you do it? You're in charge. Foamy's in charge. Foamy's the general manager. The Blazers say, we'll give you Dame for RJ, the draft picks. What do you do? I, I, I think just you, that, you got to go with Dame, just that. You, 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 you got to do it. You have to do it at that point, but you then have to probably try to see if you can get Dame to get some other pieces to, to, to come over. You know what I mean? Like, and, and see, that's the thing that makes it tough, right? Like in the, the, the way the NBA is set up right now, like players want to play together. So I, I would definitely do that. And I would immediately get to work trying to bring in some other pieces, like whatever we could afford to bring in. Even though it seems kind of off brand for Dame to want to like link up with other superstars, right? A little off brand for him. I think it's off brand just because he's been a Portland guy. And I almost even now, like, I'm going to be surprised. Like, it just kind of feels to me like he's going to end up back in Portland. Like, yeah, you're I, would, I would say so. Yeah. yeah see, that, that's what I mean. You're obviously plugged more in on that stuff than I am, but it's. Like he just seems like a port. He just seems like one of those guys. There's a handful of guys in the league, right? Um, maybe not even that. You got Dame. You have Steph. Like guys that I just don't think you'd be you'd be really surprised if they left. And those are really the two names that that come to mind. I'm sure there's maybe a couple more, but um, I, I just think he's going to end up back in Portland. Yeah, you mentioned the draft. Is there anybody you're eyeing in the draft for the Knicks? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, shout to LaSalle Academy. I, I mean, no, the Knicks aren't going to get him, but uh, shout to LaSalle Academy. I, I love the kid from UConn, uh, Book Knight. Book Knight, yeah, he's tough. Yeah, yeah, Book Knight. Uh, he's really tough, man. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, he's my guy. I mean, I'm biased. 
he has I, that I New York City style of play, right? That New York yeah. City game, that mindset. Exactly. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm biased when it comes to that stuff. But uh, I, I really, really like his game. I saw a couple shooting workouts. I know you can't just tell. You can't get too enamored if you see a guy in one workout. Right. But, but man, he was shooting out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I saw that that was kind of not the knock, but I saw I read a couple of different things and people were saying, oh, we'll, we'll see if he can, you know, knock down the three consistently at the, at the NBA level. And, and man, he was shooting the shit out of it. So uh, I really like him a lot. As far as Nick targets, I, no, I don't really know, man. I, I, I feel like with the Knicks, we're always just right outside and, and it's just. I've been let down so many times. I think this draft, I'm just going to see who comes to us, man, because it, it's it's been stressful. It's been stressful. I mean, even going back to missing on Steph by like, did we miss on him by a pick or two? Um, and and the reports were that the Knicks loved him and we're going to take him and then boom. So uh, we'll see. How, is there anybody that you see uh, that you got your eye on for the Knicks or what? Yeah, for the Knicks, since you're a Knicks fan, I'll tell you that I think they should draft Bones Highland. Trey Mann is another option. And I really like Sharif Cooper's game as well, if you want to go more of the point guard route. I love Sharif Cooper, but it's just like, I mean, like, I think he's the best passer in college, but it's just like, like, I, I just don't know if he totally, I mean, we we have, you know, uh, quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we, we've got some other, I maybe he fits in, but I'd say quickly is more like a two guard and Sharif is like a real PG. You for know? sure. For sure. Um, the, the, the thing with Cooper will be what if, if he can shoot it at that level? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he can shoot sure, it because, because sure. I mean, the playmaking is there. I mean, he right. had great feel for the game just makes the tough play look effortless. He's just tough, man. He's just a good player. He was one of my favorite. Uh, I know he didn't really shoot it well at Auburn, but he had to take a lot of tough shots because he had the ball in his hand so much. He was one of my favorite guys to watch. I really, really like his game. Box office, um, right? Box office. For oh, for sure, for sure. And uh, and I love the other dude who I, I actually you low key put me on to him. Um, the kid out of VCU, Bones Highland. Yeah, I I, I Tough, like him right? a lot. I like him a lot. I saw you talking about him. I saw the homie uh, Mike O'Donnell talking about him. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I had a great pod with Mike, man. He's the man. I, I, He's the man. I, I actually, I actually watched that. Yeah, yeah. It's a small world, basketball wise. But um, did you play with him? Uh, so buckets. My brother played in high school with Mike's younger brother Ben, wow. and I've known. Yeah, so I've known Mike for. I've known Mike since my family moved to Florida. I've known him for. Yeah, okay. he's a Largo. He, he's a Largo guy. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I've 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 played many a pickup run with Mike. Yeah. So, look, speaking of draft picks, I mean, the Bucks made the right draft pick with Giannis back in the day, right? You know, Giannis did it. You know, you know I've been critical in the past of Giannis. Me um, too. You know, we've both been critical. And what me and you value a lot to change subjects slightly is passing, right? Yeah. We yeah. value that. We often talk about how feel for the game and even passing to a degree is somewhat innate. But yeah. it does feel like Giannis makes the right pass more often now he makes those little connecting passes that really add up over a course of a game do you see that as well from Giannis have you seen that improvement in his game absolutely I've never seen anything like this like this transformation is crazy I mean forget about the fact that uh the physical attributes right when they when they pulled up that side by side 
where they showed young Giannis when he first got drafted and what he looks like now. Did you see that in the finals? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. I, so, I mean, obviously that is, is a whole nother subject uh, that has added to his game, but I've, I've low key kind of been a Giannis hater. I think mm. I, not really a hater, but I just, I don't think, to, I think hate's a strong word. Cause we, you know what, you know what, you know why it's a tough word for any player. Cause we want to see every player do good. So it's more analysis than like hate on the guy. You know what I mean? For sure. And it's not like I've always thought Giannis seemed like a great dude. I've loved his story. And now all he, of that now stuff. he seems like, man, he's, you know, his sound bites are, incredible incredible with 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 the with the greek accent incredible (laughs) yo he's um i i've i'm a huge fan now man he's like he won he won me over and it's crazy because i've never seen a dude develop the way he has like i i think i thought it was pretty crazy two years ago when people were three years ago when people were saying he was the best player in the league i you know i was just like come on man like it's just, he's, it's a no for me. Like there's LeBron, there's KD, there's Steph. Like, it's just, it, it, it's a no for me. And what he did in the finals, even what he did from the beginning of the playoffs, like superstar, like I'm talking like super, superstar standards. He struggled against Brooklyn. Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. Like he struggled against Brooklyn. KD was cooking, you know, I mean, KD was, KD was clearly the best player in that series. For sure, for sure. And Giannis struggled a little bit. Like he was doing that thing where he was shooting a bunch of threes. He was doing that thing where he's like kind of would get confused and then like back out and then like try again and back out and try again, where it's like it's pure physicality and and there's really no no feel to it. There's no that that elite level that you need. And against the Suns, it was like against the Hawks, you saw things pick up. And then against the Suns, it was just like he was unstoppable. And in game six, he was giving it to them any way they wanted it. Like it, it was crazy. It, he just looked so much more polished to me. He was, he was making the right passes. Even earlier in the series, when they were fouling him, my brother was like, yo, peep that. When they were fouling him, and he he was kicking the ball out so he to not go to the foul line but it was actually a really smart strategy and then when it got to game six it was like everything came together you know he's hitting euros he's hitting turnaround fadeaways he's hitting jump hooks he hit a three and then he goes what 17 and 19 from the foul line yeah where where like i mean we're talking about a dude who we watch shoot back-to-back air balls and he goes yeah. 17 for 19 on the biggest stage. I think it's as good of a finals performance as I've ever seen with my own eyes, like that I've like witnessed. Obviously, there's stuff, you know, back in the day that that we weren't around for, but it was it was incredible, man. And I just when when the Suns went up 2-0, no nobody but a Bucks fan thought the Bucs were winning this series, man. And to go for it was it was uh, it was Suns and four everybody the whole Suns fan base Suns and four confident. I, I mean, ever since Mans pulled the jersey over, was hitting bro with the uppercuts. Suns and four. <laughs> Yo, you can't let that dude. There was two of those dudes. You can't let that dude fold you like that. Wait, he was on your, the bottom too, right? Isn't that a little tougher from the bottom? 
Yeah, I, I, I've watched enough military army flicks, Saving Private Ryan. When you have the higher vantage point, you, you have the advantage. You, you, you got to hit them. And, and there's two of you. Unacceptable, unacceptable. And then he got on. <laughs> then the dude got on and was like, yo, nah, he didn't really fold me. Nah, bro, it's just his sons and four. So, and that was a downfall. I wonder what that was about. That was the downfall of the sons once that happened, right? <laughs> I don't know, man. It, 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 it th things took things took a crazy turn. It was it was wild, man. I, I was talking to my brother a little bit because him and I were watching the games together, and it almost felt like in the finals. It's kind of always like this a little bit, or it can be where every every game almost feels like a whole new series. Like there's a new rhythm to it. There's a, coaches and and players are making adjustments, and it it's really a lot more chess moves than, than I think people realize, but this series, I've been really hard on coach bud, like, because I just don't think like, it's just, he's done some things in the past where I'm just like, I don't really understand how this guy is where he is, but it's, he made some really nice adjustments in this series. Um, and I just thought they executed better. And, Part of me wanted to see Chris Paul win one just because I think he's so great. And yeah. you have you have the whole rings culture thing where you got to get rings or you can't be a you know an all-time guy. And so I thought that that would have been a good story. I like Devin Booker. I thought the biggest thing, and again, I'm not an expert to the level that you are, but I to me, I thought the biggest thing for the Suns and how they were smacking everybody was DeAndre Ayton. Yeah. And and I thought that Giannis chewed him up. Yeah, I thought he I, chewed him up like he just he couldn't guard him. Uh, you know, a lot of it was not even only physicality, but mentality. Mentality. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it felt that way. So, yeah, man, I, I think sometimes players like they just. I don't know if it's a combination of the moment and and you know, them figuring something out mentally and it just coming together. But I don't think you could deny that Giannis took it up a lot of levels because prior to this, he was kind of the dude who dominates in the regular season. And then what happens in the playoffs that the teams wall them off. Maybe yeah. they don't call Maybe the refs don't call as many fouls, you know, and he, you know, wasn't quite able to get it done. And it's not like he has, two other huge superstars on his team. The one other thing I will say is Drew Holiday defensively. Incredible. I, I've almost never seen anything like it, man. Like it, it it's, it's ridiculous. And he had a couple get like, he's bad offensively sometimes like real bad, like missing. But he layups. had some crazy moments on offense. He, he actually it, it probably it probably wouldn't have been bucks and six if he didn't have some of those moments absolutely yeah. not i mean he had a huge game in game five where he was lights right. out and even in game six when he finished four for 19 he was one for 11 at the half that three he hit in the corner yeah. was huge so nah he's definitely uh he's definitely a big shot maker but he was four for 19 but he does so much defensively and I mean you know he, he gets his assists and stuff like that too the OP through to Giannis is an all-time moment but what he does defensively is crazy I mean I mean okay book is hot 
throw him on book. Okay. Throw him on Chris Paul. Okay. Campaign comes in and is getting busy. Let's throw him on campaign for a couple possessions. He's coming over weak side, you know, blocking a shot on a big guy. Like he's just, the dude is a monster, man. Yeah. Yeah. And Chris really Middleton, is. Chris Middleton was super clutch, you know, through the finals, through the playoffs. And I had, I had this post on Instagram. You actually commented on it. It was a long time ago that Giannis would eventually win the championship as a second option, which yeah. is now half true because he did win the championship, yeah. but he, he he's the first option. He is the first option. He is their main guy, but there was, you know, there was some talk about it during this playoff run, like who's Batman, who's Robin. Right. So the thought was wrong, but there was some conversation and discussion about it along the way. Th- th- there was. And I thought the CJ McCollum tweet was kind of crazy just because where he was like, yo, you know, uh, Middleton's got to get some consideration for MVP because Giannis is putting up crazy numbers. Like what did he finish averaging like 35, 13 and six? Like it was stupid. Yeah. 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 He's, he's grabbing shit off the glass. He's, he's blocking everybody. (laughs) He was, but, but the reason why going back to your post about him eventually winning as a number two, the reason was because he, he was not a guy that, especially in the past that you can throw the ball. And even in this series, when Middleton came up big down the stretch, it's because you don't throw Giannis the ball on the wing or, or really anywhere like get us a bucket, big fella. Yeah. He's not really that kind of guy. You look at the other super, super elite guys, whether it be Steph or Harden or KD or LeBron, you can go to those guys and be like, okay, there's a minute left. We need a bucket. Go get it. Giannis is not really that he's almost more of like a new age Shaq in a way. Mm-hmm. And, and he's different. So, you know, Shaq had Kobe. I, I'm not, I'm not saying Giannis is Shaq and I'm certainly not saying that Middleton is Kobe, but Middleton really stepped in and filled that role of a high level guy that can get a bucket, that can ISO, that can come off a pick and roll and, and make tough shots. Like, that shot that he made in game six that kind of sealed it, that fadeaway mid-range pull-up. I mean, I think it was Booker on him. He right wing, right? Right wing? Right, right wing, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a tough shot. When he yeah. hit that, me and my brother are looking at each other like, oof, that's tough. That yeah. was a that was a tough bucket right there. And obviously Giannis is not that type of player. Now, I think he did step it up. Like there was a stretch in that game six where it was like, okay, the bucks are about to blow this. Like, Mm -hmm. I I think the Suns cut it to four or five, or I forget what it was. And the bucks were struggling a little bit. And then Giannis had like maybe three or five possessions and he got a bucket. He hit like a tough turnaround in the paint. He had a jump hook. He might've missed one short, got the rebound, put it back up. Like he just was finding a way to, to, to make shots. So I think he elevated his game in fairness to him in that regard as well, as far as going and getting a bucket, but um, it was awesome to watch, man. It really was. Most definitely. Yeah. 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 No, it's good. I mean, went and got the 50 piece chicken, you know, right after, you know, (laughs) did you see that? What yo 50 piece went to Chick-fil-A asked for the 50 piece McChicken, which I respect. You know, not the not the chicken minis. He said, "My man said, give me fifty piece McChicken with the barbecue sauce." With the <laughs> said he turned the sons into barbecue chicken. Uh, I thought that that was dope. Um, and 
it, it was he has one of them smiles where it's just like you just you fall in love with him really it, it's his his energy and again going back to his story and i saw i forget uh you know what uh publication or whoever it was what instagram account i should say i saw post it but uh, somebody posted him as a young kid before he even got drafted as like, he looked like he was 15, 16 years old. And they're saying, Hey, you know um, what, you know, where do you see yourself with basketball? And like, what kind of player are you? And he's like, you know, I want to play in the NBA. And so it's, it's dope to see it come. It's like, you know, the, this is how it started and this is how it's going. Uh, like when you see those posts on Instagram and it's just cool to see how far he's come and uh the circumstances that he came from and, and, and to see him win at the highest level is really, really dope. But um, man, yeah, I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a Giannis fan now. I guess I, <laughs> I, I low key feel like everybody is a Giannis fan now and maybe not Suns fans, but other than that, he's one of them dudes. I feel like LeBron reached a point. I'm not comparing their games necessarily, but where LeBron reached a point where it's like, okay, like you kind of got to love this dude. I, I know he still gets some hate out there, but uh, actually a lot of hate. But yeah. to, to me, I didn't necessarily start off. I mean, I was a Knicks fan. I've always been a Knicks fan. So I didn't start off some crazy LeBron fan, but it's just, he just seems like such, he seems like a good dude. I, I, I respect everything that he's done. And so he kind of won me over similar to how Giannis did. And uh, again, I'm not comparing the two of them because they're different players, but it's just been, it's, it's been cool to watch. I, I was, not a fan of these playoffs. There's been so many injuries and I'm like, ah, you know, it's kind of taken some of the enjoyment out of it, but the finals made up for it. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a great series. There was a lot of highs and lows and, and I just loved it. The, the, the last thing I'll say on it is, cause I know I'm talking a lot is if AD doesn't get hurt, I think they beat the Suns, and, and, and things, I mean, if you're LeBron, you got to be looking at this like, damn, I, I think I left one on the table here because I think they beat the Suns. And of course, we'll never know. But it's, uh, I wonder how things would have played out. And then, of course, if Brooklyn has a healthy heart and, and Kyrie on the floor, or, probably, if, or if Kevin Durant's an inch back. And inch, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Then it's, yeah. it's, and then, and then you, you know, you'd assume that Kyrie would have been good at some point during the finals and Harden would have continued to, to, to heal up. So yeah, uh, uh, a finger, a, a, a big toenail away from, from possibly a championship, but that's the way it goes, man. Things happen and, and, uh, and, and guys get hurt and, and calls get made and it, you know, it's a, it's a game of, uh, of inches sometimes. So uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, I thought it was a great series, man. I really do. Giannis, best player in the world, yes or no? And then we'll get off this one. I think you got to give it to him out of respect just because of what he accomplished. And I think that the game of basketball, uh, a big part of it, it well, not just basketball, same thing as a fighter. It, you're as good as your last game in a lot of ways. And I think that right now, we have to give Giannis the crown and we'll see how next season shakes out. Um, yeah. it, it, it's his game is, is, is he's not KD, you know, KD's yeah. not yet. KD's not Giannis. I mean, they're, they're different players, but um, 
I think right now he's got the crown. He's got the championship. He's the the the, the manner in which he closed out the Suns. I, I I think he's top dog, and then you know I, I'm excited to see how next season goes because it's oof. I mean, you got a healthy Brooklyn. You got the Bucks back in it. You got the Lakers back in it. Denver. Uh, Den- Jamal, Den- Jamal Murray will be back. Yeah. You got Denver back in it. You, let's see what the Warriors do. So it's it's going to be some teams. Uh, see what the Suns do for that matter. Hey, they yeah. were just there. So yeah, it's it, it's going to be it's going to be really really interesting. But yeah, right now Giannis top dog, uh, uh, fifty piece uh, McNugget with the barbecue sauce, bro. Fifty piece McNugget in Chick Fil A. Love. I mean, he's the only dude who could order that. I, you, you, <laughs> love you love to see it. You know, you mentioned the LeBron hate, and I didn't get to see the movie yet, man, but I'm going to watch it. I'm going to see it. Did you get a chance to see Space Jam? I haven't watched it yet. I, what's I've the seen... backlash? Follow me the backlash. What, what's going on, man? It's it's always like that with Braun. You know, uh, I, I think you could argue that he has more fans than anyone else in the world, and he also has more haters. I guess maybe it comes with the territory, but... That's a lot of people, right? That's a lot that's of people. A lot of, that's a lot of that's people. A, that's a and 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 through it all, man. Like he stays even keeled with it. He's like, man. When when you think about the fact that he's basically be on been on the cover of every magazine since 15, 16 years old, he's been in the limelight. That's really really tough to handle, and and he's handled it really really well. Um, also, uh, shouts to him because he's now a billionaire. You know. Uh, yeah. the, the uh, you know, a billion dollar man. So shouts to him. I think a lot of people who grew up quote unquote on the first one are going to be biased because of the nostalgia and this and that. And I think that's a big part of it. I think young kids are going to love it. And the kids that watch space jam now are probably going to like this space jam more than the first space jam. If they go back and watch it. So I think it's just, right more so a part of like, you know, growing up and nostalgia. And exactly. Yeah. And what, yeah. what age you were when you watched the first one versus this one, et cetera, et cetera. But um, I, I'm going to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. I definitely am going to, but it's always tough too. When you have like, it's not like the first space jam was some sort of like Oscar winner. It's just that it was like a part of the culture and it was like, you know, it was, a piece of a lot of basketball fans, like, uh, you know, childhood and, and, and growing up. And so I think that uh, it's just tough then to see a sequel. Like when I heard coming to America was doing a sequel, I was like, ah, I don't know about that one. You know, there are certain movies I wouldn't necessarily want to see a sequel to. And so I think that's the way some people feel about Space Jam is that like, yo, leave it, you know, kind of, in its in its rightful place for for what it was and and don't sequel it but um I, i'm gonna check it out nonetheless and and i'll uh, i'll share some thoughts for sure on on twitter or something did you check out the styles album have not listened to the styles album yet That's but I'm, I'm i'm definitely going to i i he doesn't I, I haven't heard a styles album that i haven't liked man honestly um you know i, mean, I feel like i kind of grew up on him so um, you know what you know what it uh, tells me how consistent like with his consistency like how much he probably enjoys rapping. Like, Absolutely. Because you, you don't see a lot of guys from his era staying this consistent. To be that consistent, you have to have a real passion for rapping. 
Absolutely. I mean, like this is what, like three decades now, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's kind of yeah. crazy. It's kind of crazy to think about. So he's, and the thing that's been kind of cool about him too, is he's been able to do it without really changing up too much. Like he's just kind of been him. Right. more juice now, more, more, uh, more green juice, more, you know, yeah, a, a lot more green juice. I, I, I think I saw on his Instagram where he said something like he's got like, five juice bars now or something so yeah he definitely uh, has a few i think in yonkers i think he has one in the bronx if i'm not mistaken yeah he, he definitely has one in the bronx yeah yeah so uh yeah no nah, it's dope I, i'm gonna uh, a lot of times with uh with music i like to give the first spin through i like to give it my undivided attention a little bit so th this weekend i'm probably gonna listen to that that it, it dropped like what earlier this week yeah, I would yeah. say so. I would say yeah. so. Yeah, it might have been out for a week at most, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. But it's good though. You're gonna like it. Like, you don't have to skip through too many songs. I mean, every song is pretty good, in my opinion. You have a favorite or what? Yeah, let me. I can tell you the name right now. One I really like. Stop the rain. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So I think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. I'm yeah. It. Not, it. It's good. I mean, stop. You know, I, I was. You know, I was more when it comes to locks. Obviously, I like all three of them, but I was yeah. more of a Jada Kiss guy. You know that. Yeah. You know from yeah. when I was younger. Um, locks versus <laughs> Dipset in Madison Square Garden. You heard about that? Yeah, yeah. Who, who takes yeah. it? That's tough, man. That's really, really tough. It, it, it's a uh, Cameron for me is uh, man. It's like I feel like he influenced me so much growing up but like to me he was like the coolest dude like i i love styles p but to me cam was like everything he did was cool uh back in the day so it, in, it's, in terms of like yeah like i would say styles is probably the probably the better rapper but cam had more impact it definitely especially when you factor in like the fashion and the yeah the, exactly the, Wait, i mean cam, everybody he had everybody wearing pink bro i i, I had a forex pink tall tee that I that down to my knees <laughs> like bro would you, would you would you wear that today uh questionable questionable today um it you know it's funny too you would wear you would wear, you would wear a pink fitted not fitted but it, like a, a moderate oh yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 I, I mean I got a Yankee fitted with like a pink underbrim and like like okay. I do pink I, I mean I got uh I mean I got pink on my shoes right now so it's I, I, I'm all good with pink, but the four X tall T is the is the issue. Yeah, I mean, yo, we were wearing those tees. I'm um, tall, bro. Tall. Bro, I saw a picture of me. I was like, <laughs> this didn't age well, bro, bro. Yo, hey, hey, hey bro, bro. Yo, peep this. <laughs> let listen to this fit that I got off one time. A uh, Tim Duncan Wake Forest jersey to my knees. Okay. White tee underneath, so long, it's also to my knees. Uh, headband and a Wake Forest armband. The armband, bro. The armband. Remember, wait, remember, Matt, that's crazy. This is this is the content people want to hear, though. But remember, I, people used to, I'm not going to say people, me, we used to wear headbands with the Jordans to match. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. Like, listen, man, you know, I love New York. Yeah. I, I've been in, I've been in Florida for a while now. And I, I love and I, I hashtag Florida, man. Right. But I love New York always. The headband 
thing that we started there, not great. <laughs> not, not great, bro. Not great. Bro, I had the Wake Forest armband. Who even sells a Wake Forest armband? Where did I even get that from? I think I got that somewhere on 125th. Where, 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 where do you get Wait, you that? Were pro- you, were pro- you probably took a day to find this outfit, like a whole day. Oh, absolutely, bro. It, it was, and, and you couldn't tell me. I thought I was really, 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 really doing it. I, I had the armband. Like, I want to know why my friends let me do that, but I guess... Man. It was the era, bro. I guess it was the era, man. I guess, like, who do we blame? Fabulous? Ah, because yeah, I think I he was. So. I think I think he was really. I think he might have been responsible for the armband era, man. And I know he was big on the jerseys, but I you think know he, he was, was really he was really big on retros, kind of before retros was a thing, kind of 100%. before. You know what I mean? Hundred percent. I mean, he was that dude back then. I mean, he was. It's the arm. He could have left the armband out. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what? Hey, so I've been I've been kind of more on the new New Balance wave slightly. I only have one pair, but at a boy, at a boy, the the nine the nine ninety V five, right? Yeah. But I feel like we could only go gray there, like the blacks. Ah, eh, the yeah. like I'm like you know I'm th- so I'm thinking in my mind. I'm thinking in my mind. I got these gray ones. You know, black would be pretty cool with this. Like, like I think a black. Then I look on. Then I actually look at it, and I'm like, eh. I'm not saying yeah. I won't get them. I'm not saying I won't get them, but it's not the same as the grays. Nah, nothing is the same as the grays for the 990. And really, New Balance models in general, for the most part, that that all gray boy is where it's at. Like, it doesn't matter if it's the 997, the 990. It's really hard to go. I feel like New Balance and Gray, there's something uh, simpatico. Is, is that what you say? There's some sort of synergy there, um, where 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 it really really works. So, and you know, you're a dad now, man. So you gotta have the 990. You gotta have the Gray 990 on deck, just off the strength, man. Like you gotta do it. Beat them up quick. Like my. That's my, the problem. My, my Jordan ones last. They let, I'm like, wow, I, I see a picture from a year ago with my same Jordan ones. I'm like, I did a pretty good job with these Jordan ones. The, the new balance, like I would say after, and I kind of went into it with the mentality that I don't care. Like, I'm just going to do anything in these sneakers. Right. But they got messed up real quick. Like I almost have to get another pair soon, you know? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like you're kind of a rugged individual when it comes I'm to rugged. Smoothies. Yeah. I'm rugged. Yeah. Like you're like, I see those smoothies you drink. Yeah. You need to and- get on it, man. I, listen, man, I started a diet on Monday. All right. I'm drinking, I'm drinking straight black coffee, cold brew nitro, no cream, no sugar, no nothing. It's it's like mud. That's, now you're see, now you're a real man, phone man. Now you're a real man. Yo, you know I, I, mean? I got I got up this morning, I saw a little extra hair on my chest. I was like, I was looking like you. You know what I mean? You 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 got that. I think you gotta be from the Bronx to have that chest hair. You know what I mean? But it's like it, it's I'm, I'm still <laughs> yo <laughs> it's um it, i i gotta stick to this diet i got i gotta tell you something bro this is a real podcast and sure sure you met you met my father i have you know, hookshot rest harry rest, rest in, in peace, peace. Hook shot harry yep he was the hairiest dude ever bro really 
the hairiest dude. You got to get the hair coming out the top right here. Bro, he used to wear. He used to wear. He used to wear. You know the Lacoste with the. Yeah, yeah. That's the piece of shot, Harry. Man, he was hair. I didn't get his hair as him, but I yo, got some see, of it. I yo, got some see, of it. Yo, real BX, bro. Boogie down. That's the. Yeah, he's actually, I, he's really from the Bronx, from that era. Bro. Like, yeah, he, for real. Co co come on, man. I mean, that's like triple OG. Uh, shouts to him, man, and and and, and shouts to uh, shouts to the chest hair, man. It's like that's like I feel like that's like action hero, shit. like that's like Bruce Willis, like you know, you got to have a little, you got to have a little bit coming out the top, you know, coming out the roof there. <laughs> Follow me, man. This was so fun. You know, you're always welcome back on the show. We kind of, you know, touched on a little bit of everything: basketball, yeah. music, sneakers. Come on, man. We do it all out here, man. Yeah, Thanks so much for joining in. Where can we find you on social media? And everywhere at, else, uh, talk yeah, at Mr. Former Simpson, man, on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, my brother and I have a podcast, uh, the Foamy right. Buckets podcast. So we have experienced podcaster now. You've been I, doing this a know, while. I like to look at myself as as a bit of a professional. You know what I mean? I mean, I I got fancy microphones back here. Like, yeah, it's crazy. You know, it's lit. <laughs> um, yeah, you know the vibes, bro. Um, so yeah, at Mr. Former Simpson, pretty much everywhere. Uh, Holla, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You know, honestly, one of the best YouTube channels out easily. Okay. Not even just for sneakers. Anything. Best YouTube Thanks, channel. And um, if you want to hear his basketball takes, I think they're mostly on Twitter. They're <laughs> mostly on Twitter. Mostly on Twitter. Good sure. takes, by the way. Good takes. Yeah, usually not 90% good takes. 80% yeah, good, takes. good takes. Yeah, I'm yeah. shooting a good percentage, bro. You know. Colby, <laughs> <laughs> you're always welcome back on the show. Really appreciate you taking the time and talk soon. Thanks, brother. Appreciate you. There it is. Another episode of Combos Court Podcast. Appreciate everyone who tunes into the show across the globe. And big shouts to Fomer for joining in. We appreciate you. Combo Nation, don't forget to rate, review, and punch down on that subscribe button. Share this episode with a friend. Share it on social media, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Share it on your IG stories and tag me on Instagram at 12combo. That's O-N-E-T-W-O-C-O-M-B-O. -E a great way to support this podcast is by joining in as a Combos Court Patreon member. I'll leave a link in the description for that. And be on the lookout for episode 278. Combo out.